0: Got time
1: guess. Today I got time, guess. You lucky on that day I was acting cool, Cass. What? Nico, what? what's up? How gangster are you, Pass? I don't fuck with you guys. You disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you guys. You disrespecting me. I don't cuz. Hey you guys, I hope you guys are doing good. I have not streamed in a while. I can't believe it's been almost two weeks. My whole back end looks different. YouTube is changing up the rules. They said you can't cuss. They're gonna take all your damn money if you say a cuss word. So, um, I'm gonna try and keep it as professional as possible because <laughs> they already monetize me enough. So, I'm gonna keep it as professional as, uh, as as possible, quote unquote. But I hope you guys are doing good. Happy Friday! Try to have to take me a nap. I'm like, uh, oh, I'm tired. I gotta do a stream. It's been two weeks, but you know what? I I've enjoyed this break. I don't like. Going live all the time, I don't even like being on YouTube all the time. So this was a nice, you know, little breakaway from everything. Um, I do want to end up doing a call-in show on the Master P deep dive because I know a lot of people have asked me about that. Um, but I felt the nursing situation was way more important than you know fraudulent P and Romeo. Um, but yeah, we'll do a call-in show about that for the people who did watch the deep dive. If you have not watched it, it's on Patreon, it's on the YouTube membership, and it's in the Discord in the movie room. So just a heads up. But thank you to everybody who called into the Nurse Show. Um, It was amazing. I had a lot of people really reach out and thank me for, you know, using my platform to allow people to call in and just talk about what they've been going through. Um, I had no idea that the rabbit hole went that deep. With the nursing situation and the fraud in the, you know, the hospital industry, insurance industry. And I always love when Miss Duchess, shout out to her, calls in from the UK. Cause she always calls in with such a wealth of knowledge. And the fact that the UK is literally crumbling right now is insane. And it makes me feel like is that where we're headed in the next few months? So for me, um, I I have way more important things to focus on than trivial stuff. Um, so I've really been focusing in the discord dealing with the weather and, you know, economics and, you know, just the tech, all the stuff that's coming down the pipeline. That's where my focus has been for the most part. But, you know, every now and then you got to have room for, you know, the celebrity bullshit nonsense. And I'm here for that too. But, um, yeah, it, it was just dope hearing from like just so many people in the medical establishment. I know like people were reaching out to me, uh, the who is them people, the law enforcement people were asking me to do a show for them. I don't know how many law enforcement people that I have watching me, but they were asking for a call in show. Um, the teachers have been wanting one. So I'll try and put some more together in the future. I would definitely keep you guys posted. And if you work in that sector, definitely feel free to call in. Um, I think at the end of the day, we need to hear from regular Degler people. Because they're the ones who make this world go round. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, um, especially medical people, they hold your life in their hands. So I'm just really happy to like, you know, lend my platform to real issues besides bullshit and gossip. So thank you guys. Thank you once again to everybody who called in. Um, I just I went back and I re-listened to it and it was it was amazing. It didn't even feel like damn near four hours. I'm like, damn, we had a good time. The chat was popping, it was a lot of people in there whole wealth of information. Shout out to Miss Juanita. Uh, I was just so nice just to, you know, I just enjoy rocking with my fans. I don't, Maybe I'm like the weirdo influencer who actually cares about her fans. I, I just find that more rewarding and I really enjoy talking to you all than interviewing celebrities. I don't know. I just feel like I have more of a connection with the people who got me to where I'm at than the people who didn't. So I appreciate y'all so much. Um, let me go ahead and read this super chat here. Uh, Miss Angelina sent 1999 says, I finally caught alive on time. T, your realness has opened my eyes and challenged my own beliefs in an amazing way. Keep up the flawless work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I know I get a lot of slack, you know, because I, I sometimes I keep it too real, but I'm not going to, you know, dumb down my opinions on stuff. I'm not going to say stuff to make people feel comfortable. If you come for the truth, then you just got to respect my truth for what it is. You don't have to agree with it, but understand that it's my truth. So thank you for being open-minded enough to just listen, you know, without attacking and being able to have, you know, grown adult dialogue. So thank you for the support, sis. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Charlie B said 1999 says T, it's always good hearing from you. I'm a driver for FedEx and listening to your lives. And podcasts get me through the day thank you and keep pushing big sis thank you so much shout out to all my truck drivers you know like i say i, I gotta give out roses and flowers to the regular degler, right sector because you guys really make the world go round if it was not for the truck drivers the, the fedex drivers the people who do the so-called jobs that nobody wants to do we wouldn't even have a situation. So thank you for your hard work and thank you for supporting my podcast. It's very much appreciated. Um, So yeah, there's a lot to cover child. It's, you know, damn near nine o'clock. I'm sorry, but we got 4,000 people here. So shout out to y'all. I know it's late, but I had to get some sleep. I have not been sleeping well. It's been crazy. Um, A lot of my friends in Cali are going through it. Um, The weather out there, The biblical rain and floods. And this is why when I did the podcast with Emily, I kept trying to reiterate, you know, we had to get out the mentality like, oh, I'm glad I live in Cali with sunshine and palm trees. That's why I can't do the snow. Um, It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter if you do the snow or don't do the snow. Everybody can be affected by weather events. And these weather events are gonna get worse and worse. So please understand, it doesn't matter if you live in sunny California, you know, sunny Florida or snowy Minnesota, you know, um, Chicago, Detroit, you can be affected by weather. So a lot of the Californians who are making fun of people down in Texas for being off the grid, I don't even know how the grid turned political last year. It didn't make any sense to me, but like people were like really, it turned into like this political thing where people were making fun of people like oh yeah y'all want to be red and be off the grid that's what y'all get. It's like no it's not those are our brothers and sisters down there. That's that's not funny. You know, they weren't expecting that. So and now Callie's getting hit by rain and so now a lot of Texans are laughing at the Californians. We got to stop this. At the end of the day these are real people, real people's lives, real people, you know, dying, real people not being prepared. So um yeah, just just understand the weather that's going on in your neck of the woods and um, be prepared as much as possible. Uh, Shout out. Well, I don't know if it's a shout out, but uh, my heart goes out. Maybe I can say that uh, to the people down in Georgia and Selma. You guys got hit with a horrible tornado last night in the middle of the night, like nine people died. Selma, Alabama is just destroyed right now. So, um, you know, it's, it's bad. It's really bad, man. It's a lot of stuff going on. That's why I said there's just way more important stuff that people need to remember to focus on. But um, let me see here. So we got to talk about this Kanye situation, child. Now, for weeks, they've been saying Kanye's missing. Can't find Jay. You know, people were kind of worried that he might have, you know, off himself. You know, he got depressed. People were saying, you know, was he, did they pull a hit on Kanye? I felt deep down in my heart, Kanye was just minding his business. Kanye is trying to hide because he got out damn lawsuits. <laughs> you know, when folks got lawsuits pending, he ain't, and no lawyers will mess with him because most of the lawyers in Hollywood are Jewish, so they're not going to mess with him. So he doesn't even have any way to fight these lawsuits. So I think he's just, you know, laying low. Um... But like I said, to me, he wasn't smart with his investment because the one lawsuit that he's facing is because he's not able to pay for rent on his G-Z building. And my thing is, he was a billionaire. Why not just buy out a warehouse space? He could have bought that out outright. You know what I'm saying? For a few hundred thousand dollars and been able to produce and put people to work, you know? So he's getting sued for that. So I I felt that that's why he was hiding. He was hiding from lawsuits. But he needs to understand you can't hide forever because you know you're gonna have to go to court if you want to fight it I don't know if you're gonna I don't know who can fight I, I don't have a law degree maybe he can um I don't know child maybe he can get lawyers for work <laughs> I don't know he gonna have to find a lawyer damn it because if he doesn't go to court he's gonna automatically lose and he's gonna have to you know come up with the money so I find it very interesting that he's been hiding for like the past two three weeks honey after going on all them rants and you know, being super woke. Then all of a sudden he pops up and they're talking about he done got married. He got on a wedding ring and it's just the, the weirdest thing because the day before he was on a date with this blonde. Now what surprised me, I thought it was two different people but people on Instagram were letting me know that it was the same woman, that it wasn't a different person. Um, Cause in the one picture, she's a bald headed blonde. And then in the picture that's on social media, she got on a long uh, brown wig so let me go ahead and um show y'all this she is 27 years old so she's way younger than kanye but if you look at this picture she looks to me just like kim kardashian let me go ahead and pull this up here okay so that's her she looks like an australian kim And so this was, okay, that's the ring there, the wedding ring. This was them a few days ago at the Waldorf Astoria in Beverly Hills. They were eating dinner together. So I thought it was two different women, you know, because like I said, short blonde hair, but you know, y'all sweeping down white people don't wear weaves, but here she is with long uh, brown hair. But um, they're saying here that Ye is wearing his wedding ring this week, and he and Bianca ride at the Waldorf Astoria in Beverly Hills, We are told the ring symbolizes his commitment to her following the ceremony. Just last month, Kanye released a new song titled Sensory Overload, another tribute to his new woman. We took it all.
2: We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs We did not see. We could not, but she did.
1: And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. And we can see she's getting the Kanye makeover treatment. Um, you know, all black with the shades. Um, now Kim Kardashian. Let me show y'all this. They say she's filling away. I think y'all should be able to see this tab. Let me know if y'all can't hear and see. I'm about to hit play.
0: Kardashian is posting a cryptic message amid rumors that ex-husband Kanye West is remarried. After being spotted in Beverly Hills rocking a wedding ring, TMZ reports on January 13th that Kanye and Yeezy architectural designer Bianca Sensory recently held a ceremony to honor their new relationship. Although they have yet to file a marriage certificate to make it legal. E News reached out to Kanye's team and to Bianca for comment, but did not hear back. However, according to TMZ, Bianca has worked with the rapper's brand for years. And last month, Kanye even released a song containing her last name in its title, Sensory Overload. On it, he raps The Bible said I can't have any more sex till marriage. Well, either way, Kim seems unbothered and steady on her grind. Taking to her Instagram story on January 12th, the Skims founder shared, I'm really in my quiet girl era. I don't have much to say, just much to do.
1: Okay, ma'am. Let me come back on my screenshot. All of a sudden she has nothing to say, just a lot to do. But the Kardashians are falling off anyway, so I, I get why she has doesn't have much to say. Um, give me just a second here. so. Basically, he has married this lady, but they haven't found a marriage certificate yet. Um, there's no license. So I don't know. You know, hopefully this is not some type of Kanye attention seeking, you know, shindig child. You know, if he's if he really wanted to marry her and he's really in love, then you know, bless his heart. But Kanye be doing all types of weird, you know, weird shit for attention. So who knows? And either way, this young 27-year-old, she's definitely come up. You know, I never heard of her, I ain't never seen her day in my life. And now she's Miss Jesus. So congratulations to her for the good come up. Um <laughs> you can't make this up you know folks be so woke you know all that mushmouth woke shit but for some reason though all the women that he's date they all they all look alike you know mr woke you know they be the most woke ones too woke to date black <laughs> but you know it is what it is child but um yeah the kardashians have they're totally falling off um I'm even seeing her skims commercial on television. I was shocked the other day. I was in my room getting ready and it was like, oh, you know, skims, they had big old women on there too. Oh, my skims feel great. They had heavy shape. I said, oh, interesting. Now you wanna roll with the big girls now, huh? Had big old guts and big old titties. I was like, okay, Kim. She's trying to make it look like, oh, everybody can wear skims. I said, all right. Kim says she needs the regular folks to go buy her shit because nobody's watching that damn Hulu show. Okay. Nobody is watching that show. I think the only thing that's really selling right now is skims, you know, but, um, I I just, the Kardashians are just, they're, they're a weird bunch. Um, I think them being tone deaf during, you know, 2020, um, you know, going on vacations, posting pictures in front of private jets. Um, but then in the same breath, trying to shame people, you know, for you, you know, oh, we need to recycle, we need to do this. No, Kylie needs to stop taking three-minute jet flights around the corner. Okay, she's doing more damage to the atmosphere than regular people, you know. What I'm saying, driving in gas cars. So I just think people are tired of them. Somebody says skim's a scam. I don't know if it's a scam. I mean, everybody looks like they're, you know, having fun. Uh Uh-uh, Pure Wolf says, did Snoop Dogg do his Skims haul yet? I don't know. You know, I told y'all, uh, hmm, the is exposing who has and who doesn't. I keep, every time I see that Skims commercial, a little ad pop up on Facebook, I cackle because again, he talks so much shit about the Kardashians and now he got the whole family wearing Skim pajama sets. And selling masterpiece cereal. But um, it's a mess, even with the whole masterpiece and Lil' Romeo shit. You know what I'm saying? All that nonsense that they're doing, all that attention-seeking mess, is for growing up hip-hop, you know? So it's, it's just sad. Once the economy's not well, you see how people just start switching up and doing crazy stuff and, you know, anything goes. Whereas, you know, a lot of regular folks had six months' worth of savings. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, what all happens with this whole situation with the marriage, um, you know, if a license ever ends up coming out um, to show that he's really married. And, you know, like, what does he plan on doing going forward? You know, is this something serious or did he just marry this lady so he could get some ass? You know, I mean, I'm just going out for the lyrics in the song where he said he had to get married before he could have sex. I hope this was a true union, yay, and this wasn't just a, you know, get get some quick sex scheme. Okay. I hope this was like really, really a true union. So, but it was gonna, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with this whole situation. Elle says, I don't really think he's married. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Somebody says Snoop Dogg just opened up at Pop Doll's place i think his money's doing okay he's getting corona beer money yeah he has a few uh alcohol commercials i've been seeing his liquor too uh miss coco b says seems like a a publicity stunt yeah it's gonna have to be it's gonna be very very interesting to see because like i said it's just really weird that he went from hiding and then now he's being spotted with this ring and he's supposedly married and kim says she has nothing to say you know, so I cannot wait. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, Sayo uh says, silent Discord member. Thank you for what you do. Sending love from VA. Thank you so much for the $49.99 super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you for the support. Um, let's see here. LB says, thank you, T and the medical workers. Y'all are appreciated. I also love the green room. And the podcast with the awesome co-host. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And there will be more podcasts coming in 2023. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I I still like using the Green Room app. You know, um, I just, I like the functionality and I think everybody for the most part is comfortable with it. And I just love the chat. I wish the chat would record so that way I could do like a video upload, but the chat unfortunately doesn't save But yeah, if you ever get a chance to definitely come, um, you can download the app and then just hit the notifications. You'll actually be notified on that app. Unlike YouTube, YouTube don't really be notifying people, but you will actually get notified on Spotify when I go live on the Green Room. So definitely. And then you get a chance to call in and, and talk and stuff, too, which is always nice. Um, Let's see here. Prima says, "Happy New Year, T." You're right about the Kardashians. They were tone deaf during the pandemic. Yeah, they were. I just think a lot of people um are over a lot of like the social media, the influencer culture, celebrity culture. You're gonna see a big. I mean, I don't want to say backlash, but almost like people are people are gonna be more um. What do you like? They're gonna be more cautious, right? With who they support and where they put their money. Like they're not, they're not dealing with the nonsense anymore. Like you're not, I'm not gonna buy your product and get you to a certain space and then you shit on me for working a nine to five. We're not doing that in 2023. Okay. And and I'm the same way. If you're nasty towards your fans and you talk down to people like everybody else is down here and you're up here, I won't support Nan Music Project, not Nan Movie, Clothing Line. You can kiss my ass. I will save my money for regular people, you know what I'm saying, who have regular boutiques and, you know, regular services. So I think a lot of people are going to be very, very mindful because the economy is getting bad and people are not going to allow the disrespect that they were allowing years prior, you know, the whole flex culture and all the stuff that we saw on YouTube. Um, then we had all these crypto bros, remember all the, oh, you guys are just hating on the crypto bros. You know, where are the crypto bros today? They're all quiet and being exposed for scamming. About 10 of them were arrested on YouTube. Uh, we got, well, I don't even, I can't even tell them, but y'all gonna have to write, y'all I don't, I can't tell the Paul brothers apart. I don't know if it's Logan or Jake. I think it's Logan though he has his own crypto scandal you know his whole beef with coffeezilla you know yeah morphe look at morphe they don't shut down morphe didn't tell their employees then people came into work child they came into work and morphe was like they wouldn't even open the doors they literally found out when they got to work that they were fired you know, so a lot of these brands that were very comfortable that you heard, you know what I'm saying, all through 2016, 2017, 2018, you know, they're falling by the wayside. So, and and it's unfortunate because those are real people's jobs. And it's not just like, you know, like um, companies like Morphe, right? Because I think the whole makeup thing too, like beauty influencers, people aren't into that as much. And this is not knocking anybody who's a beauty influencer, but I notice a lot of them, they're not doing the heavy makeup. A lot of them are, you know, segueing into other, you know, other things, you know, lifestyle and just regular vlogs. So I, I just think like the public consciousness is changing, you know, it's more like a minimalistic you know, um, look that I'm seeing on TikTok and stuff. I'm not seeing like these dramatic eyeshadow palette concoctions and they're beautiful to look at. So, you know, no hate. You know, I I think those makeup jobs are gorgeous. But I noticed that as someone who doesn't wear eyeshadow and all that stuff like that, I bought palettes just to support people and some of them I've never even dug in. So they're just sitting here and they just start to add up. So, you know, I think people are waking up to that. You know, the people are over the palette wars and, you know, spending 50 bucks on a palette that you're not even you're not gonna use it all. So I've seen like a more natural look. I think people are just being a little bit more conscious, you know what I'm saying, with how they spend. Um, let's see here. Michelle uh, Sawyer says, Hey T, my chats I'm sending, I want to ask your opinion on Keenan Anderson. He is the cousin of co-founder BLM. i seen that video. Um, I don't know. I have nothing to say. Um, I'll wait for the medical report to come out because they said that he died four hours after the interaction with police. So we'll see what the medical report says, you know. Um, but as far as Patrice, I have nothing for her. You know, it's unfortunate, but I I, I have nothing for her. She scammed everybody. She used George Floyd in my city to prop up her BLM movement. And what has she done for the city of Minneapolis? So I have nothing for Patrice. Rest in peace to her cousin, though. <laughs> AG says, rest in peace to him, but homegirl can kick rocks. She can. So there, I seen her tweet and I kept scrolling. Somebody was retweeting it because I don't follow her. And I kept on scrolling, but you know, Uh, Rest in peace to him, but she gets absolutely no sympathy, you know, no donations and nothing like that. She needs to sit the fuck down. Um, Yeah, she used everybody. Um, Every, you know, the whole thing, the, the whole thing has just been a mess. And the fact that they collected so much money, that money really could have been used for real projects, you know, and real things in these different communities that are affected. Real tangible things besides her buying multiple houses, her making her baby daddy and her, her brother's security guards, you know, paying them crazy salaries, her putting all this money into like, uh, transgender projects. You know, she, she was just doing, she was just squandering the money. So I have nothing for her at all. Somebody said she spent 1.2 million renovating her backyard yeah i have nothing for her like i said when i seen it on you know she's trying to get the hashtag started i don't even think i don't think the hashtag even started i think it was like her name was trending but as far as her cousin's name yeah she burnt that bridge she burnt that bridge and it's sad because they made a lot of money they made a lot of money so good luck to her child but thank you for the super chat sis uh, Let's see here. The, the fly girl T sent 20 says, Hey T, maybe a deep dive on American retail moving towards online. Funny, but sad. But the mall, my friend used to work at, at the American dream mall in New Jersey. They filed bankruptcy five times. Brick and mortar stores are going down. Yeah. I mean, but that's been happening for years. Um, eventually there will be no brick and mortar stores that's the goal. Everything will eventually move online just because everybody has not been conditioned to do everything online as opposed to like going into the store. Even when you walk through the malls now, most malls they're dead. Then there's not a lot of people in them. You know, everybody's just sitting there on their phones. I mean, the Mall of America is still popping just because that's the Mall of America. So you'll have people at the Mall of America from all over the globe. So that's really one of the few malls that I go to where I see movement and people and action. But if I go to like other malls in the city, there's literally nobody there, you know? So yeah, it, it's sad. Uh, Tom 10 Media said 999 says, hey T, you're right about the economy. It's getting bad. A carton of eggs is seven to $8. What the F? Yeah, we've been talking about all this on Discord. It is insane how much everything is i have been on my vacuum sealing shit <laughs> okay i got this vacuum sealing kit them little bags that you can vacuum seal child all my fresh lettuce uh mushrooms i have been vacuum sealing and freezing everything because it is it's very expensive and you know and for me if i'm like damn what the hell and I can afford it. Imagine people who really cannot afford it. And you're going to the grocery store and you're seeing these crazy prices. I literally went to three different stores. I'm like, I'm not paying, you know, what I'm saying $8 for one carton of eggs. So I was, like literally store hopping. And I noticed a lot of people at the stores are looking at their phones and they're scanning prices of stuff cuz i think there's some type of app where if you scan it'll tell you where it's the cheapest or whatever. But a lot of people are comparison shopping. I ended up finding up oh, a thing of eggs. It was 30 eggs at Target for $11. So i got that. I'm like that's a pretty good deal because a regular dozen is now up to 7. So y'all might want to check out um Target. But yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Yep, the the bird flu um is affecting the chicken population as well on top of inflation. So yeah, it's probably gonna be about time that people, you know, have their own chickens and stuff in their backyard child, cause it is a mess. It is a mess. Yeah, even at, I went to Sam's Club and even like the big cases at Sam's Club were like almost 20 bucks for like two cases of eggs. So I find it cheaper at Target, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. How long I've been on here for twenty eight minutes? Okay, all right. Let me before I go on to the next topic, I gotta play an ad, child. Y'all will be seeing a bit more ads because times is rough, and on top of that, YouTube is still demonetizing, so nothing I can do about that. So let me go ahead and play this ad. Today's show sponsor is Green Chef. So give me just a moment here. Hey T-Sippers, so we have another wonderful show sponsor today, and today's show sponsor is Green Chef. Now, we all live really busy lives. Y'all know, honey, I stay busy, and I know you guys stay busy just as well. And it's to the point where it kind of gets hard to go grocery shopping and shop for healthy meals, but that is where Green Chef comes in. They have our back, okay? One thing about Green Chef that I really like is that they have now expanded their weekly menu from 24 Recipes up to 30 recipes per week. So there's a lot of different recipes that you guys can choose from. Another really cool thing about Green Chef is the fact that you can have different preferences in one box meaning if you're on a keto diet you can choose keto items and put it in the box if your man likes meat honey you can go ahead and put that in the box and if you know your child is you know trying out veganism you can also put that in a box as well so they basically cover your entire family's dietary needs so to check them out make sure you guys go on to greenchef.com slash lovelytea125 and don't forget to use code lovelyt 135 so that way you can save $135 off of five boxes. And don't forget that your first box ships absolutely free. Don't forget that Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So make sure you guys check them out today. All right, I'm back. Thank you, guys. Thank y'all for y'all's patience. Like I said, we got to... uh. We're we're taking sponsorships on this channel between YouTube and their new rules and regulations and all this nonsense. We're we're not we're we're not gonna do that. We're not turning down nothing. Um, I mean as long as it makes sense, I'm not gonna take on any sponsor. But you know, I prefer sponsors where if you get something, if you order it using my code, you get something back. You know, so like meal kits and stuff like that. I will never promote crypto, established titles, none of that mess. Um, so. I got to talk about this bad baby situation. Um, This has been causing a lot of controversy. And y'all not pop in and out my Instagram. And so I had a few things to say about Miss Bad Baby, aka Cash Me Outside. So if you guys do not know, um, Bad Baby is out here saying, you know, now that the jig is up and... uh, She's made her money. Now she wants to blast the people who ran to join her OnlyFans. And she's calling these people pervs. She's saying that they deserve to go to jail. So let me go ahead and share my screen here. Give me just a second. Okay. Trying to find the right size. Okay, we'll use that one. So, Bad Baby says people who rush to watch her OnlyFans as soon as she's turned 18... She go to jail. So she did an interview, and I'm not gonna play the interview because everything she does is copywritten and you know they'll they'll strike your channel. But um she was talking about it to Barstool Sports, and she's 19 now and she discussed her decision to create an account on the site. Um, you know, once she turned age of consent. So this was her. These are all the little thirst trap pictures she had been posting. But let me go ahead and read to y'all what I first said on Instagram about this girl. Let me let me read my response. I'm not y'all can go there to go listen to her interview, but this is what I said. I said from day one, she exploited her sexuality, then did an olsen style countdown, announcing that she was turning 18. She then ran to Making OnlyFans. She made 1 million in a night. Now that people got their jollies off and moved on to the next legal 18 year old, she's trying to stir up controversy and attention. Unless she's refunding these so-called pervs, their money back, she needs to move around. You are legally of age, boys can fight and die in war at 18 and girls can strip and bear it all at the same age. It's only perverted to her now because there's nothing left to sell. Plus, many people unsubscribe because the economy is crashing and people are being more mindful with their money. I hope these young black girls are watching the games that are being played. Becky can always play victim, turn a new leaf, reinvent herself. Where did her black scent all of a sudden go? And missing with the BS called, it's called growth. Comments, take your capes to the shade room. I've never been a fan of this chick. And I had, you know, a bunch of lights on there, whatever. And so let me show you her Olsen Olsen style countdown. So this was as soon as she turned 18. I'm not going to play the music. This was the video letting everybody know that she was 18 and she was opening OnlyFans. Okay. So just watch how sexually explicit this video is lingerie ass out hit it from the back booty cheeks okay so this is what she dropped letting everybody know that she was of age and within six hours she made a million dollars okay then later on that year she came out bragging not later on excuse me literally the next day and she showed everybody her gross payment $1 million. Okay. Not bad for six hours. We broke the fuck out of the OnlyFans record. So she was very proud of her handiwork a year ago. So now she, then she was able to buy a a luxury Bentley. She bought a $6 million home. Here goes some more of her luxury cars, a 6.1 million sprawling mansion in Florida. But there was something else that she said. I'm trying to find it. Because she was getting upset about people calling her cash me outside. Trying to see if I can find the, the tweet. Okay, I re- I remember what it said. So don't even matter, child. Let me come back on my screen, child. So, yeah, she's made a total of $50 million. Where she's been able to live comfortably, take care of her trailer trash mom who exploited her, um, and her family. So what I find it, what I find very funny is that now she wants to call these men pervs. Um, she's trying to stir up controversy because obviously she's not making a million dollars off her OnlyFans anymore. People have seen what she was selling. They got their jollies off, busted their little nuts, and kept it moving. That's usually how OnlyFans work. You're the it girl for the time being. And then the next it girl comes around and people move on to her, so on and so forth, right? Um, So what I find very funny is the fact that now she can reinvent herself. If you watch that interview, she's talking very demure and soft. The the ghetto black scent is gone. Um, She's trying to talk, you know, with the regular Becky, you know, oh, and... Yeah, I just, it was just, there are pervs. My thing is this, who did she think was going to flock to her OnlyFans? The average 18 year old male who would have been her age, they don't have that much disposable income at 18. I'm not saying all y'all 18 year olds are broke, but the average 18 year old does not have an additional 25 bucks a month to continuously pay for cash me outside to take it all off or whatever the hell she was on there doing okay most of the people who have the disposable income are going to be older men men in their 20s on up so she's full of crap who are you marketing this to you weren't marketing this to other teenagers it wasn't going to be other teenagers flocking to your only fans so it's very funny that now that she's been able to make 50 million or however much you know off of this whole situation over the past year or so now she's calling herself trying to create new controversy and call out these guys you know and i see some people and i see some people like trying to excuse it and you know make her out to be a victim and these guys are pervs and this this and that um she was selling a service and she was also of age and i get tired of this whole discussion with the bitter betty Um, because you feel like people shouldn't have sex until they're 26, that is your business, but that's not reality. Okay, the legal age is 18. If no nobody cries when when 18 year old men uh, join the military and get sent out to Iraq and possibly dies, everybody says, "Well, that's what they signed up for." You knew what it was. Okay, so the legal age of consent is 18. So I don't care about anything else. The legal age to get on OnlyFans is 18. As soon as she turned 18, she did an Olsen twins, you know, style countdown to let everybody know she was ready and legal and wanted that paper. So I'm confused as to what is the problem now? What is the issue? And see, when you have nothing to like really sell, when you're just, you know, uh, a, a influencer who happened to make it because of the whole Dr. Phil controversy, she has nothing else to give. In that tweet, The one I was trying to look for, I couldn't find it. She was basically saying, okay, I found it. Matter of fact, here it is. It was on the next page. Let me show y'all. Okay. Because Pop Crave had posted it. Bad Baby tells TMZ she no longer would like to be referred to as the Cash Me Outside girl. Call me the youngest female of the decade to go platinum. Call me some SHIT like that. Call me the girl who made a million dollar makeup deal. The girl who made over 50 million on OnlyFans. So I'm confused. This was in April of 2022. She is bragging about making 50 million dollars off of OnlyFans. Then you fast forward a year later. Now she's a victim of the same platform who made her a multi millionaire. Make it make sense. She didn't sound too depressed and sad in April when she was bragging about getting 50 million. So what what is it? She didn't have, is she going to give the money back to the pervs? Because I didn't hear her say that. I didn't hear her say, oh, I'm I'm reborn and I don't want pervert money. I'm too good for this. I found my self-worth. Here goes your 50 million back. Oh, no, you'll never see that. That's never going to happen. So if you're not going to give the money back, shut the F up. You're looking for attention and you're trying to reinvent yourself. And this is what's sad, is that this is what I've been saying for years. White girls can put themselves in situations like this, you know, do porn, whore themselves out, do all types of stuff and then reinvent themselves. But unfortunately when black girls get into sex work, they don't get that same grace you're always labeled as the stripper, the porn star, the this, the that. Jenna Jameson now, they don't even, they barely even mention the fact that she was a porn star. Now she's a woke activist and I like Jenna Jameson, but now she's woke and she's exposing the matrix. And I'm like, well, she was a porn star back in the day, but okay. They can always move from their past. And that's why I keep telling folks, you need to realize that this world is not fair. It's not the same world that we live in. And when you say that, people want to act like you're wrong for pointing out the facts or, oh, you're racist. No, it's it's a fact. She, she was able to play this ghetto role, this stereotypical role. She done went from Keisha to now Karen. You know what I'm saying? and it was cute because she's a little white girl. There's no way a little black girl could have got on Dr. Phil disrespecting their parent and been able to monetize off of it. She'd have been clowned, berated and ignored as she should have been. I don't do bad children. I told y'all from day one, I've never been a fan of this chick. I do not do bad disrespectful kids. I don't allow my kids to disrespect me. I'm not gonna listen to some little girl cuss out her mom and call her mom all out her name and all that nonsense. But sadly it was a lot of black, young black people who put her in this position to where she was able to become a platinum rapper, Gucci Flip-Flop sold, and people ran out to support and cape for her. And now when she wants to reinvent herself, she can and will not be a problem. And I, I just I find that just very, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's see here, Janika says, right, none of the Black kids from Maury ever blew up like that. Yeah, none of the the Black kids from any of these talk shows have ever been able to go on ahead and reinvent themselves. And again, is that really her fault, though, that Black folks saw her, made a song, off of her catchphrase, started dances? It was Black social media who propped her up. So I'm not even mad at her. She took advantage of an opportunity. And you know what? So be it, because we will prop up another race before our own matter of fact speaking of that remember um before i went on my sabbatical when i left you know i haven't been live in like two weeks but remember when they put out that scathing article about you know black people down at the courthouse or black bloggers and stuff let me see if i can find it, child and they was upset that all these you know people were the blogs were messing up the meg the stallion case I forgot what website had it, child. But y'all remember when I had talked about that, right? They were upset. Put a teacup if y'all remember. Now, remember they they were saying that they didn't like the fact that a bunch of bloggers were down there, YouTubers. It was all this supposed misinformation. And now what I find very interesting is that a lot of black folks were hyping up this white reporter. Okay. They were Connor Megan the reporter, even though there were other black people who were down there reporting the same thing, being fair. And I'm just keeping it real. This is the cash meow side effect. I'm gonna show y'all these these uh tweets here. Give me just a second. So from people calling her Megan the reporter and hyping her up while in the same breath going in on Black folks, she was able to be offered a comfy job from reporting. So let me read the first one here. I'm trying to figure out which is which shit. Okay, here we go. So this was one of the posts. Somebody named Ben says, I'm thrilled to to welcome Megan Kniff. AKA Megan, the reporter Kniff to Los Angeles Magazine as we continue to expand since our acquisition last month. Like all her stories, Megan's cover of the Tory Lanez criminal trial was the best in the biz. Welcome Megan. Okay. Then they also, then she went on to say this. Let me, uh, hold on. I love this other screenshot. Okay, so then she said this. The news is out. I am excited to bring my legal affairs reporting and trial coverage to LA magazine. The next phase of my career will involve much more video reporting with a YouTube channel on its way and plans for live streaming and videos from court and my office. So now she's gonna be a YouTuber doing the same thing that the black YouTubers ran down there to do. And then what was also interesting is that BET also gave her a whole write-up. Megan the reporter Kniff recounts her viral coverage of the Tory Lanez trial. The legal reporter went viral in black Twitter circles for her timely accurate tweets during the Tory Lanez trial. Like I said, child, that that's why I don't that's why I pay no attention to the whole, you know, we need to support other black people because people aren't aren't for real. You know, what I'm saying so, yeah, the y'all got her a comfy job. She bought they bought to start her YouTube channel. Uh, she's not going to be the face of reporting, you know, hip hop related cases. I'm sure she'll be down the reporting about the ASAP Rocky case and the TI and Tiny case against the OMG girls. So congratulations, job well done. The same way y'all, you know, help, you know, push Bat baby out there. I, I just find that very funny, you know what I'm saying? Because again, people spend so much time attacking black reporters and black people who are just doing commentary. You know what I'm saying? And they were big up in her and big up in her, big up in her. Why didn't BET report on any of the black people who were down there? There were plenty of people who were down there who were reporting truthful information and fair information that were also black. So I just find that very interesting. And again, this is no hate towards her. She's taking an opportunity like bad baby as she should. Okay. If people are going to roll out the red carpet for you, you'd be foolish to refuse. So she's taken on an opportunity. So congratulations to her. Congratulations on her BT write-up, her new job and her new YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not mad at her. This is no shade towards her. She's a lawyer. She went to school. She got her degree, but I just find it very funny how I saw so much people attacking other black people all that during that whole nonsense and she's not able to be propped it up as now the the, the head reporter. So I just find that very very interesting. Yeah, Ti and Tiny are suing the um, are suing. You know how they had the OMG, the OMG Girls group? They're suing the doll makers the LOL Dolls. LOL, they're suing them because they said that they took the OMG Girls' likeness. So that's a court case that's going to be in Cali soon. Stevie says the OMG girls stole the brat style. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they um if they have a case, but they are suing. It's going through the 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 courts. So yeah, they're suing LOL, the LOL dolls or LOL surprise. Y'all know I don't have no daughters. Y'all over here, it's LOL. I don't know. I think they're LOL surprise dolls or something. I don't, you know, ain't no dolls in my house, child. I got one Barbie. It's for my cousin. It's in a box. That's what they're caught. Like, they're suing them. Let me see if I can find it. Again, the fact that they're suing these dog, this dog company. Yeah, these celebrities, they're, they're scrounging for money. Uh, yeah, here it is right here. It was announced eight days ago. Let me show y'all my screen. Is it all, oh, what is it? It's not LOL. So, oh, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Y'all know I ain't got no daughters. Okay, so... OMG dolls, so LOL surprise. Are these different dolls? Because I'm seeing somebody says they're OMG dolls. Chad, let me pull up the article. I'm so confused. I know they're they're suing a doll company. Okay. Oh, I hate when they be like, oh, ad blocker. Hold on. Air, I saw every website needs their coins. You can't see nothing until you remove this ad blocker. Good God. All right, y'all, here. I have to remove the ad (laughs) blocker. You can't even search the internet peacefully. Everything is some type of, you know what I mean, pop-up. Okay, so these, remember the OMG girls? And so these, yeah, they're LOL. OMG girls. Yeah, LOL surprise. So they're saying that they stole the OMG girl's, um, looks is what is being reported. Okay. So like y'all see here, the pink and black hair. I forgot which one she was. She has a pink and black hair. Zonique with the neon yellow hair, um, pink and purple. This outfit of Zonique is on this doll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, LOL surprise, OMG, Manilio, Manilio? I can't even read what this says, Manilio girls, Um, here she is with the curly hair, like Zonique, so I guess I'm confused, were these dolls made after the OMG girls, can y'all explain to me the moms in the chat, because I would assume that the dolls were like paying homage to the OMG girls, but I might be wrong, because now T.I. and Tiny are suing Somebody said, yes, I was confused too. Okay, so they were, they wasn't. Somebody says, I have all boys. Yeah, shout out to the boy moms because I I don't even understand what is going on out here. But yeah, they're suing the doll company because they're saying that the doll company copied them. Marquis says the OMG girls weren't that big. The dolls came, Jasmine says the dolls came after. Crazy girl says the brats came first, then LOL, then OMG. Also, LOL and OMG are different. Child, shout out to the boy moms. I don't know, but good luck to them on their lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, good luck. They said they're suing. They said that the dolls took the girls' likeness. I don't know if they're going to win, though. I really don't know. I think all these dolls are just super sexy. Like they're just, I be looking at dolls for my niece and my niece is three. I mean, these dolls are really sexy dolls. Like when I look at them at the, I'm like, what the hell are they wearing? Like their outfits are just over, everything is sheer, fishnet, Um, the crazy hair. They don't look like the dolls did when I was little. So these dolls look grown as hell. Yeah, they look... I mean, it's Brad's Dolls. It's another one. High School Shadow Dolls or something like that. Monster High. It's a...
3: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless
2: night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in
1: the end, what
2: will I become?
1: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But there's like, a, There was a box with like five dolls, and they just all look like OnlyFans models. I'm like, what are these dolls wearing? The only thing I do in the toy section is, you know, Spider-Man, Marvel, you know, so it's like, I have nieces, so I'll go and try and grab them some stuff. And a lot of these dolls just look way, way too sexy. So then at that point, I'll just get them clothes, you know, and snacks. <laughs> or like, you know, if I could find like them little, little baby dolls, but them, them other dolls, they look very grown. And even I see Barbie's trying to keep up with these super sexy dolls. Even Barbie don't look as wholesome as she used to. Yeah, the the damn dolls got BBLs and then tummy tucks and shit. I'm like, what in the world? These dolls is built like perfection. I don't know, child. I mean, they're pretty dolls, but I just feel like, you know, does a four-year-old need to be changing a doll, you know, in like a crop top and a mini skirt into like thigh high boots. I the accessories are a trip, child. I said these dolls look like Instagram models. <laughs> <laughs> dolls, dolls, walking around here with BBLS and, and boob implants. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? I come from the era of uh, Cabbage Patch dolls. I remember them ugly ass Cabbage Patch dolls. They had them little noses and shit. Their noses look like this. <laughs> Cabbage Patch dolls were ugly as hell, but we loved to get Cabbage Patch doll with them pinched off noses. <laughs> they, these new dolls got got nose nose implants and shit. Got lip implants. Their faces look perfect. Them Cabbage Patch dolls look crazy as hell from the eighties. Them noses was hanging on by a thread. Little butt noses. them I went back, I looked at them, I said, damn, these Cabbage Patch dolls were ugly as hell. And we all had them. So remember when the black ones came out, because at first they didn't have no black ones. And I remember my first Cabbage Patch doll, it was a corn silk, that's when they came out with the real hair, they were called the corn silk Cabbage Patch. So I had real, you know, Barbie hair, didn't have that yarn, and her name was April. And she had a pair of glasses and she was brown skin. Oh, I used to love that doll. She was so cute to me. Mm-hmm. But them dolls, them noses, honey. I went back and said, these dolls was ugly as hell. They didn't have no noses, barely. Well, yeah, I had one. Glowworms, too. I ain't seen a glowworm since my oldest was a baby. Mm-mm. These new toys is something else. <laughs> these new toys are a trip. But anyways, child. Those were my thoughts on the whole bad baby situation. I think once again, you know, she's trying to go from Keisha to Karen. You know, she's trying to stir up controversy. Um, but what she doesn't realize is that all she's doing is going to basically turn off her male fan base because it damn sure ain't grown women. Supporting her on OnlyFans. It's it's men. So, you know, hopefully she'll be able to, you know, upkeep the, you know, the taxes on that $6 million house and the tabs and all those high end cars because that's not cheap. So she might want to watch the hand that, you know, that feeds her. She may not want to bite it too hard and call these same men's perverts. Okay. And want them in jail because those same perverts are who are allowing you to live that lifestyle. Okay. So people kill me with that mess. Let me go ahead and read a few more super chats here and then I'm gonna uh, get on to the next door. We got to talk about Jen Shah before I go. Um, hold on here. My page refreshed. Trip down memory lane says, happy new year T. Thank you, happy new year to you. Um, Octavia sent Nine, she says, hey T, Andrew Tate on tape saying he loves r-word in someone it's triggering but i listened to it it's definitely him Mm. i'm gonna stay off that topic um let's see here shy guy says i'm glad you're feeling better thank you so much shy guy appreciate you trixie wilson Sanfi says hey t hope the new year has been a blessed one thus far for you and your boys i have been under the weather lately but i'm here boo love you love you too yeah there's definitely a lot going on with the weather right now Weather constantly changing. We've been dealing with like a lot of snow up here. So I'm glad you're doing okay. You're making a lot of noise. What are you bringing home? What is that? Oh, okay. That's okay. Okay, LB says, hold on. Did I read that one? Oh, no, I read that one. Excuse me. Erin says, hey, Auntie, just sending some love, but I was curious. Think, what do you think about the recent Tory situation and that creepy mugshot of him smiling? Um, I think I saw the mugshot earlier today. I I have no thoughts. Honestly, I just I no longer care about the situation. I left that whole situation in 2022 Um, he's gonna get sentenced, so I, I don't understand what the constant uproar is. He was found guilty. So no matter how many petitions, no matter how many people sit online mad, ranting and raving, he was found guilty in a court of law. So, you know, all he can do is wait for his, you know, sentencing. But I found it very interesting that his dad, because I know Maria had posted that today, i seen that. His dad was ranting and raving, saying that they forgave Megan. And I'm like, is his dad a blogger now? Like, I'm confused as to like, I feel like his dad is enjoying the fame a bit too much. I think at this point in time, his dad needs to fall back. And I get it, that's his son, but his son was found guilty. And him coming online and doing these live streams or whatever app he was talking on, it didn't make sense. What are you forgiving her for? You're like, to me, the, the whole situation is just a, a whole, it's just a bunch of mess at the end of the day. He wasn't any more innocent. So I don't understand why he's like, yeah, we forgave her. He put himself in that situation. Imagine if he would have just stayed at Kylie's and didn't go with her. It's about choices. So I just thought it was funny that he kept screaming that they forgave her. And he's more upset at Rock Nation. But Rock Nation wasn't there that night. Your son was there. She was there. Kelsey was there. They were all drunk as a skunk. So... Rock Nation wasn't there, but like I said, in my personal opinion, I'm leaving all of them in 2022. I, I don't care about the situation; it's over and done with. It's it's caused enough of a headache for me. Um, let's see here. Did I hit okay? Oop. Robert Harris, Sim 499 says, "Hey, Auntie, finally caught a live. Been watching since 1845. LOL. Love you, love you too. Thank you so much for coming through." Prima says, Happy New Year tea. You're right about the Kardashians. They were tone deaf during the pandemic. I read that one earlier. Vanessa says, finally making it to a live from Minnesota, originally from Rwanda. And my sisters and I love and enjoy watching and listening to you. Stay real and blessed. Thank you so much. And welcome to Minnesota. Hope you guys are enjoying. It. I know it's very different from Rwanda, but thank you for coming through and thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, Kitty Cobra says, "Could you do another call-in for medical? I need to vent. Um, I don't know. We'll see. There's a bunch of people in the workforce that want to vent. Even the service workers were like, What are you gonna do one for fast food workers? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like we, I think we all know that fast food sucks. so i don't I don't know if we need a call-in show for that. I think we all get the gist. You know, they're not paid enough, and they're treated, you know, bad. And most people don't stay in fast food long anyway. so, I don't know if we need a whole call-in show about that. Um, let's see here. Katie Bryant Senfi says, T look gorgeous per usual. We'll catch the playback on this judge sauce situation. Happy Mardi Gras. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you for the support. Misha says, Me and my brother smoked my mom's boots when we saw her cabbage patch doll. Oh. <laughs> Them dolls were so creepy. When you go back and look at them, but they were beloved. Like anybody who grew up in the 80s, we loved our Cabbage Patch dolls, honey. They were nice. Um, Let's see here. Christine Grant says, the boy LOL baby dolls have boy parts. I didn't even know they made boy LOL dolls. What do you mean boy parts? Ain't they supposed to be wearing underwear? Because all the Ken dolls had underwear. Why are they putting boy parts on Baby doll on like little LOL dolls, gross. <laughs> I know my Barbies, my Ken dolls, they all had on draws. So I don't know what that's about child. Mm I've heard a lot of controversy about them little dolls. Are those the same ones where like, if the kids are in the bathtub, like, you know, bathing and they are playing with the dolls, the dolls are wearing like BDSM clothes. Like once they hit like warm water, all of a sudden their outfit disappears. And they're wearing lingerie. Are those the same dolls? Or am I tripping? I remember that like a few years ago. Somebody caught Content Daddy says a flat crotch. Okay, wait, I'm confused. So these dolls don't have a flat crotch. <laughs> wait, they have little Peter Peter Weaters on the dolls. Ugh. why? All of our dolls had draws on. They were hard draws. <laughs> what? You know what? I'm so glad I don't I don't have nothing to do with dolls right now. I didn't know that. That's weird. Yep, I found out the other day. Yeah, all of us were just flat, flat in the crotch. The only way you knew was a man, because he had on a pair of like, you know, plastic briefs and a fade i'm over it Uh uh-uh that's crazy um let's see here the combs 444 says kind of late baby boo well welcome thank you for coming through uh lauren c says hey i try to join the discord and been paying for two months i still don't have access you need to send an email send an email and we will get you over to the right people um vb rain says i'm just curious to see how tight masterpiece chess would be if you would watch that deep dive love you too (laughs) but you know what though i feel like at the end of the day you know he probably would be in his feelings because the truth hurts and the thing is A lot of people put him on a pedestal. But if you really watch all his moves over the years, the fact that I was able to do damn near a 10 minute montage of every product he's hopped on my timeline is insane. People were shocked at the montage that I put together. That's how much stuff this man has hopped over the years. And that's why I feel like there's a difference between really running a successful business and just throwing a bunch of shit at the wall and hoping that it sticks. So that's the part with Master P, I feel like Master is full of shit. And he's trying to, he wants, it's all narcissism, it's ego. And he wants to be seen in the same light as like the greats, you know, the Elon Musk and the, you know, Bill Gates. Like he wants people to look at him as like this huge successful entrepreneur. But when you really peel back the onions, that's just not what it was. That's not what it was. So yeah, the deep dive. It was a lot of work. That shit was damn near eight hours, <laughs> okay? A two hour deep dive is crazy. That's why I said I'm, I'm done for the rest of the month. That was December and January's packaged into one. So thank you for watching it. Yeah, he's a trip. He's a straight up trip. There's nothing mogul about him at all. He has a good way of wearing it and then they use Christianity a lot. So that way they can, you know, anybody who questions it, they can stop the conversation by just bringing up God's name and Jesus and you know, Christians and it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Like I was literally, by the time I got done with the last edit, I was just over it. I was just like the, like this, the, the farce that I've, you know, that I myself believed for years. I thought he was like this dope businessman, this entrepreneur. So like by the end of it, like my everything was just shattered. Like it was just a facade. (laughs) It was too much. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Miss A Hunt says, I still have my Cabbage Patch dolls. I told my kids, I don't care what they think. I'm proud of my dolls with this stamp and date on the butt. Oh my gosh, them Cabbage Patch dolls were fun. They came with the little birth certificates and all that stuff. I still remember that. I do. Um, Let's see here. Bananas and pajamas. No shade, is lovely tea lighter in the skin? And, and you know what's so funny when I said that in my last live stream? Because YouTube, it's just, I don't know. I sit down and whatever it is, it is. They'll play with the lighting on Yazan so it looks lighter. And then you'll always see comments like, she's bleaching her skin. She's bleaching her skin. I said the same thing in my last stream, because my last stream, I was looking, I said, oh, okay, they actually have my natural skin tone today. Then somebody was in the chat talking about, oh, she's going off about her skin tone. It's like, which one is it? Either y'all accuse me of bleaching, and then when I acknowledge it, that they're not whitewashing my skin tone on camera, then that's an issue too. But no, bananas and pajamas, I'm not lighter in the skin. Okay? I'm brown skin. That's it, that's all. So take it up with YouTube. All I do is come into my room, turn on the lights, turn on my camera, my MacBook, and I sit down and I turn, you know what I mean? I go live, that's it. Nothing changes. So it's it's just, I don't know, it's YouTube. King O'Malley says YouTube is petty as f. <laughs> right. But like I said, you know, for me, I just, it is what it is. People love to do that. If it's any time a dark skin person looks a shade lighter, they're automatically bleaching their skin. Everybody ain't bleaching their skin. You know what I'm saying? Some people are okay with just the color that they are. You know, I know lighter skin is promoted, but everybody's not bleaching their skin. People have met me in real life and I'm brown skin. So I don't know, but I'm not, no, she doesn't need to be black. I don't do that she don't she didn't say anything wrong. She's asking the question, but I'm glad she's asking because like I said, there's always somebody in the comments talking about she's bleaching her skin. No, it's called lighting and it's called YouTube doing whatever they want to do in the feed. that there, there's nothing I can control about that. So it is what it is, child. But yeah, no, don't don't block her. She didn't say anything wrong. y'all be block happy, honey. Look, <laughs> Rose Golden said, folks, I really knew here. Yeah, because this has been happening for like two years. But, you know, it is what it is. So we got to talk about Jen Shaw before I go, okay? So this entire Jen Shaw situation is crazy to me because y'all not been watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City from day one, from first season. They're on the third season now. I just finished the third season two nights ago. And so over the weekend... We got the announcement that Jen Shaw was sentenced to six years. Let me go ahead and play this real quick here. Give me just a second. Now, I feel like, I, I don't know. I, I refuse to believe that Coach Shah just, he, he, he knew nothing. He just knew nothing. I, I don't know. I refuse to believe that. But let's go ahead and listen.
0: And that sentencing of Jen Shaw the real housewife getting six and a half years in prison for her role in orchestrating a fraud scheme. ABC's Erin Poturski is back again. You were in the courtroom for this, Erin.
3: I was in the courtroom, and I'm not sure the judge necessarily believed her, but far from the combative character seen on reality television, Jennifer Shaw presented herself in court, Janae, as contrite, remorseful, even prepared to make amends for ruining the lives of thousands of elderly victims. This morning, Jen Shah is waiting to learn in which federal prison she'll have to spend the next six and a half years. She left court wearing sunglasses after tearfully apologizing. My actions, she said, have hurt innocent people.
2: I was devastated. I was so ashamed because I thought I was a smarter person than that.
3: Shah played a leading role in a long-running telemarketing fraud that convinced elderly, vulnerable women to buy services that serve no purpose. Victims lost everything. She made millions. People are wondering, like, how'd you get so rich?
0: I mean, I run a lot of different companies and businesses.
3: On The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Shaw can seem abrasive.
2: Do you know how f- scared I am?
3: Or dismissive.
2: The only thing I'm guilty of is being shaw amazing.
3: In court, Shaw said her signature tagline was written for her. Reality TV, she said, has nothing to do with reality. The harm victims said they suffered from Shaw's telemarketing fraud, though, was all too real. Their lives, prosecutors said, have turned upside down.
1: If I can talk to the people that scam me, I would say, would you do this to your mother? To your sister? And why? Why would you do this?
3: When Shah promised to repay every cent, the judge interrupted to ask how. Shah said she would use her platform to raise money, and she pledged to turn over royalties from future Real Housewives episodes. But she said she stopped selling Justice for Jen merchandise. Proceeds from earlier sales she pledged to save for victims. Shah is on the hook for more than $6 million in restitution, another $6.5 million in forfeiture. Plus, she has to give up all the luxury goods she bought with other people's money. She must report to prison by mid-February. And, Janae, she wants to go to a minimum security prison in Bryan, Texas, same place Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos fame wants to spend her prison time. Janae.
0: Wow, but she says that she will try to find a way to pay all that back. All right, Erin, thank you. Whoo!
1: Now, a lot of things with that whole situation is really bothersome because Jen not only proclaimed her innocence from day one. I mean, she was like anybody who even thought otherwise... She would gaslight the other lady. She'd make you feel like you were a bad friend or a bad viewer, forever questioning her. And this is why I always say that it doesn't make any sense to envy anybody or to, you know, to to be jealous of anyone because you never know how people obtain their wealth. Now, when they first came on the show, she was over the top they were living in this huge ski chalet, 9,000 square feet, beautiful home. <clears throat> she was throwing parties for her friends. You know, you saw her sons, you know, really, you know, adorable um boys. Uh she has like a 16-year-old and like a 25-year-old. He's going to be a doctor supposedly. And then she had you know her husband, Coach Shaw, and they seemed like this perfect family. She had the remember she had the whole Shaw squad and she had all these people her beck and call doing her hair, her makeup. She had all these luxury items. And it's almost like we, we watch these shows and we think to ourselves like, damn, what are we doing wrong in life? Why am I not living this trifle life? Why, why don't I have a whole T squad? I get tired of doing all this shit myself. You know, and then when you really start to like peel back the onions and you realize it was just a facade. They were only able to live that lifestyle because they were scheming and scamming. <clears throat> for so long, this lady was going around saying that she wasn't guilty. She was set up by her best friend, Stuart, um, you know, that this was his plan. And the fact that this had been going on for 10 years. And like I always say, you know, when the feds are watching, they don't pounce until they have rock solid evidence because <clears throat> it's going to end up in a conviction rate. But she's swerving down. She was not guilty. She was going to fight it. And so when she pled guilty back in July, I was really shocked to hear her plead guilty because she's swerping down. She hadn't done anything wrong, but obviously there was a lot more proof that if she wouldn't have pled guilty, she'd been looking at close to 20 years in prison. So it made sense for her to plead guilty and try and get lesser time, but she still got six years. I refuse to believe as much as I love Coach Shaw, he seems like a good Muslim man um, I refuse to believe that he didn't know what was going on. I refuse to believe that she's been running this scam for 10 years and granted he's gone a lot. He's coaching, you know, college football. And I know that can keep you busy, but at some point in time as husband and wife, you guys are sharing financial information and you have to ask yourself how was she able to make this much money? He was only making like, I want to say he makes like $500,000 a year from what they were saying. And that might be from other investments and stuff. But she was making millions a year. So how did she go from making a few hundred thousand a year to being a multimillionaire in, in such a short amount of time? And he just supposedly had no idea. But there were text messages that came out and they were saying that um that she was texting him and cuz he was also a lawyer at one point and he was saying that if 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 they got questioned by the feds he was going to write up something for her and stewart to say so i think he was aware another thing that i found funny is that they were saying that she was also cheating <laughs> and the feds brought that up in court to show her character is not as innocent as she's trying to make it seem that she was cheating on Coach Shaw. So she has some side dig. The feds brought that up in court and they ended up contacting her side peen, sorry, can't use that word, uh, his wife. So the side peen's wife found out. This was a messy court case. Then on top of that, half her bags and stuff in her closet weren't real. You can't make this stuff up. The lady who's like literally everything in her closet is beautiful and organized and luxurious. They went to try to sell her stuff, her Louis and her Gucci's counterfeit. So again, people be just faking shit and it don't even be real. And there's nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get a knockoff bag or a counterfeit bag, hell, some of them look just as good as the original. I don't knock what nobody gets. But then why are you trying to act like everybody else is so broke and they're so down here and you're so rich but you're rocking fake bags too. Like a person who works at damn Target. So I I don't know. I I was just really like shocked. I was just like really, really shocked at like just all this stuff that's come out. And it just goes to show that you shouldn't really envy anybody. And a lot of these shows are so fake a lot of it is just people faking it until they make it like if you really watch a lot of these shows when they start go and watch the first season of any real housewives show i don't care if it's atlanta if it's salt lake and you and i think the later shows like salt lake they have a blueprint right so they're kind of coming in glamorous and wearing their balenciaga and their you know she and all that shit so they're they're kind of already low key. They kind of have a blueprint. But remember the first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta, Nene and Greg, <laughs> they were renting out that home, and then the, they found out that remember the news? Let me see if I can find it. The news went uh, out to their townhome to go confront them, you know. And Greg ended up slamming the the door in their face. I don't know if y'all ever saw that. Let me see if I can find it. It's on YouTube somewhere. The news came out to their home to kind of call them out here it is from 11 years ago i don't forget shit child. why do i remember the most irrelevant stuff get out my head i should not remember this but since i do we're gonna watch it together this is and you see where nene you know as the years went on oh i'm rich bitch, and i'm kind i'm cashing trump checks so it's all this whole fake it till you make it and i'm not mad because I, I get how the game goes but this is why people need to stop living vicariously through others. So we're going to watch this together. The Fox team investigate well,
3: the reality TV series. The Real Housewives of Atlanta is a hit. And one of its biggest stars is the bigger than life NeNe Leaks.
2: But the I team takes a look at what is real about their reality series. And what is it? Dana's here now. Dana? Well, I'll tell you, a lot has been made, as you know, about the leaks and the status of their TV home. But the IT finds that's not the only financial woe the stars are battling. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. If it doesn't
0: make me money, I don't do it.
2: It's a reality TV show that takes viewers into the homes and lives some of Atlanta's well-to-do. People are intimidated by my success. It's about people who live in homes like this, wives with chefs, ladies who get massages whenever they want. And the biggest housewife personality to jump off of the screen is the tangy-tongued Nene Leakes. I don't keep up with the Joneses. I am the Joneses. On the Bravo Network series, Nene Leakes lives here in this upscale sugarloaf subdivision with her husband, Greg. Viewers ride along when the Leaks buy their teenage son this $42,000 truck. And
1: your girl, I will be wearing diamonds as well.
2: Where do NeNe and Greg Leaks get all of this money? The show's online bio says Greg Leaks is a successful real estate investor and business consultant. NeNe, whose real name is Lenithia, runs a charity. Fans love her for her what you see is what you get attitude. I don't like to pretend. But that's exactly what some people say the leaks are doing, pretending. (laughs) Real estate records show that NeNe and Greg Leaks don't own this luxury home. In fact, they don't even live here anymore. The reality is this, that Greg Leaks owes a lot of people a lot of money. Their TV home on the reality show was really a rental. And according to court records, a judge ordered their eviction on October 13th for not paying rent. Late today, a lawyer for the leaks told us the court set aside the writ of possession and dismissed the case. But there's more money problems, a whopping $100,000 in tax liens against Mr. Leaks for unpaid taxes. Come on. Okay. Ahead. Let me
1: stop. I gotta... <laughs> why do I remember shit like that? I do not know why I have like a whole, I don't, I don't forget shit. But I was playing that just to show y'all like even the Fox News in Atlanta was investigating because when this show came out, it had a lot of people like, well, who are these people that they're making all this money? We've never heard of them. They're not really in the Atlanta social circles, but that's what they were doing. They were faking it till they made it because I remember when that's y'all, a lot of y'all remember that when that came out. A lot of people remember that when that came out years ago, they were investigating them. So once she renewed for a second and a third season, you know, as you renew, you get more and more money. Remember the same thing with Teresa and Joe Judice. Remember the first season? Everybody looks kind of ashy and dusty. And, and some of it was, you know, the film quality back in 2007. But if you go back and watch them old clips, remember they were building that house. Oh, I would never have a home with a used bathtub. I would never use a used bathtub. And, you know, she was over there buying like $30,000 worth of furniture. And remember, Joe kept paying in cash. was like, where the fuck is he just getting $30,000 worth of cash from? Like, you can't just walk around with $30,000 worth of cash Everything we're buying, he was just cash, cash. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all want me to play the rest? I don't it's it's long. I think it's like no it's six minutes. Now we now you got you gonna have to watch the rest. It's six minutes long. But I was just showing y'all that a lot of times these people are faking it till they make it. And then once they start getting money in, you know what I'm saying? Now they're able to kind of cover their debts and then buy a house. You notice as the seasons go on, the houses get bigger, the egos get bigger. You know what I'm saying? The cars get bigger. Remember when Kenya Moore first came on the Real Housewives? She had a white refrigerator. And now she got that beautiful home. She has a Bentley. So I, I think a lot of it is listen, I said T's a time capsule. I really am, Chad. I really am. So I think a lot of it is pressure. But what is unfortunate is that a lot of, young people. And this is what I've been noticing. We had a meeting the other day on Discord where a lot of young people are seeing things like this and they're comparing themselves. And what I'm finding out you know, and I, I've even talked to young people in my personal life is that I'm noticing there's this whole phenomenon. Oh yeah, the asses get bigger too. Thank you, uh Petty Cat. Don't forget that. Remember, Cynthia had no ass. Now she looks like a damn uh, Instagram model. <laughs> Yes, the asses, new titties, all that stuff. You know, the plastic surgery, yes, all that comes with it. But what I've noticed is that there's a lot of young people who are now feeling like they're old. I had a young girl call into our meeting the other day, and she was saying, like, you know, she just feels like she's old. She's trying to figure out her life, you know, what she should do. And so I'm like, you know, how old are you? Twenty one. 21 you haven't even lived yet what do you like why do y'all think y'all are old at 21 and I came to the conclusion that a lot of y'all are feeling like y'all are old and y'all haven't accomplished anything because you guys are so busy watching faulty lifestyles y'all are watching reality TV stars influencers you guys are being raised to watch people who are I'm 25 and I'm a multi-millionaire and I did this in three years. What are you doing with your life? But what you guys are not understanding is that those are diamonds in the rough. Those are the anomalies. That's not how life normally works. The average 21 year old is like you. They're struggling to figure out life. They're struggling with, with what they wanna do in life, what school they wanna go to, what jobs do they want to you know, try and obtain. The average 21 year old is not a multimillionaire. I was broke at 21, I was living paycheck to paycheck and raising a child. That's more average than the average 22, 23 year old on social media telling that that you're not shit if you don't have a certain amount of wealth. And I think that's why a lot of these young people are feeling like they're old and like their clock is ticking because they haven't reached a certain or obtained a certain status. And I think we have to get back to reality, you know? And it's not just young people, right? Because Jen Shaw's old. She's in like, you know, what, late fifties, older, not old, but older. And look how much she had to fake in front for reality television. Imagine if she never went on reality TV. She probably could have kept scamming in peace. Okay. And lived her life. But we live in a day and age where it's more important to be famous and have face recognition and have fame than even the money. You know, and I think that's the part that's sad. You have a lot of these influencers who kind of—they kind of project this lifestyle, right? Especially the financial, because I, I watch a lot of people in the financial sector, and you'll see them giving this advice, you know, about buying real estate and Airbnb, and you know, buy my courses and a lot of this stuff. And I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. But if you just take the time out to do your own research, you really don't have to buy or pay for a $500 class. And so you guys are looking at these people like they're so rich, but they're not necessarily rich because they're entrepreneurs. They're rich because they're grifting, because they're selling classes. If you guys don't buy their $500 class, guess what? They're no longer rich like that. So when i see people giving advice like okay you need to go get an airbnb and flip it and this and that yes that was a reliable source of income for a while but even that market is starting to dry down but the difference is when they take their money and they're able to go buy multiple rental properties or airbnbs you have to understand their nest egg is youtube so if they make a financial mistake they still have money coming in from the YouTube revenue, podcast, merchandise. Whereas if you do the same thing, you don't have extra revenue. So you have to be really smart with who you follow and stop following people who are selling you an illusion, like the Jen Shahs of the world and things like that. So I just wish that people shout, look, Katie, we're not going to even talk about uh, let's uh, meet Kevin. It's a bunch of them and it's just, it's, it's really sad because it's like you can afford to give this weird ass advice. You know, I'm grown, so I see through the nonsense. You know what I mean? Money's not made like that. You're not, money's just not made overnight that quick. And whatever you invest in, whatever you put money into, you have to put work into it. You know, and so a lot of stuff is very passive. The only thing that can be pretty tangible is real estate. But even then, you still have to put a lot of money and work into the real estate because sometimes you got to pay to clean the property and update the property and things like that. But yeah, it's just it's just really sad that you just have a lot of people like Jen Shaw and others who are pushed on reality television, but they really don't have it like that. And I I really don't even think that most of the cast on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I don't think a lot of them have it like that. Like all their businesses seem shady. They're all throwing darts at each other. Whitney's husband lost his job of seven years. Um, the one who's the one with the Lisa with the raspy voice, they're always throwing shots at her liquor line that it's not really successful. I think a lot of these people are just renting homes and, you know, trying to expose their lies because they figure. That's the check to get, you know, so you just gotta be really wary of stuff like that. Can we get some more lights? We got nine thousand people in the house. Can we get uh some more lights on the video, please? Let's see here Chris yeah, Chrisly knows best, yes, I never talked about them, but um, yeah, they're I think they got like shit like twelve years or something. The husband and the wife, and look how long they were on the air as this rich Southern couple and they worked hard. And the thing that was so crazy is that they also were faking it until they made it, but then they actually became very successful and just felt like they didn't have to pay their taxes. I I just, I don't get it. I just, I don't get it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's her line, that Vita tequila. I've never seen it in the store, but then again, I'm not a drinker. So I'm not going in and out of liquor stores. So maybe it is popular in the liquor store. I don't know. I've never been to a party and just seen Viva tequila. <laughs> maybe I have. I've never seen it, child. The Ace family, they're another one. I think they're getting sued or something last time I heard. So yeah, you just got to watch and just understand like a lot of this stuff is a facade, you know, a lot of it is for like television and drama, but yeah, I was just like really shocked when I was going through like everything they were saying about the case and her being found guilty and i I do feel like there's no way that her husband didn't know, you know, not saying that he was heavily involved, but I think that he knew something was going on, you know, with this whole situation. but i I don't feel bad for her because she was just really, really nasty. really nasty. Let me see here. Let me read a few more of these Super Chats here. Um, Dijon says, did you hear it was a teacher for the four college students? I don't know what you're talking about. Unless you send something, I don't know what what teacher, what college students? Um, let me see here. Jackie Lane says, blazing a J watching your stream. Yes, T, them with the dolls with the hidden lingerie, gross and sad. A better toy is Legos have kids build. Yeah. I remember those Lego. Um, my youngest should be in those into those ones where you could like turn them into like cars and ships. They would take like literally a few days to put together. He used to love those. They put them together and they just throw them (laughs) like, I'm done. (laughs) Like, okay, go play with it. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Um, Anu sent 999 says, hey team, love what you do. Thank you for bringing light of what's going on in the hospitals. As a nurse, it is crazy right now. Love you, girl. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And thank you so much for your hard work. You know, you are very much appreciated with your patience. So just know that. So yeah, it's a lot going on in the hospitals right now. Just hope it gets better. Um, Dow before Brandon says Candy's the only one from Atlanta <clears throat> who got a bag like that. And it seems like she likes to live within her means. Yes. Yes. Candy definitely has it like that. Yep. And she's and she's always been good with her money from the time she was a kid. But see, that's also the difference too when you watch people like Candy. I mean, yeah, she'll, you know, she'll dress up and you know, do little things and she'll splurge here and there. But you can see when with her money, she really flips it into like legitimate projects, legitimate businesses, restaurants, things like that. So, yeah, she definitely knows how to get a bag. A lot of these folks just be faking it till they make it. Um, Ammo says the red pill community constantly makes me feel old. I'm 26. I need to stop con- consuming that type of content. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of that. Um. And I think I don't listen to the red pill community, you know, cause it seems like a lot of them just don't like women. So I just, I don't have time, but I think a lot of it is like they're trying to come and they feel like they're trying to, you know, educate young men and, and get them into like the right position by the time they, they turn 30. But people also need to understand that you have to be able to walk your own journey, right? So because somebody made it at 23 and they're successful at whatever they're doing, you know, maybe it's race car driving, maybe it's being a TikTok influencer, that was God's plan for that person. And sometimes your purpose and your goals may not hit until later on in life. So you're not old at all at 26. I don't care what anybody says. And I, I'm just I'm noticing that and I just I don't get it why I'm, I'm seeing more and more young people who are literally under the age of 30 constantly saying that they're old. It's it's the weirdest thing to me because you're not old, because if you're old at 26, then I'm ancient and I ain't ancient. Okay, <laughs> So you guys are not old, you know, um, you just and again, also consume content that uplifts you. Don't just listen to somebody who's going to make you feel like trash after you listen to them, you know, take bits and pieces. But if everything you're listening to is, if you don't have this and you don't have that, and it's making you feel bad, then definitely take a break from it. You know, like I I get, I get the appeal of um, people like Andrew Tate, you know, I get his appeal to young men, right? Because he has the lifestyle that people validate people we have conditioned this generation of kids and again it's easy to blame gen z but the the Manilios, i cannot say that we're manileos i cannot say that word my group right we dropped the ball because when this whole social media thing started you guys were babies right so what we did is that we conditioned you all you all to think that jobs like blue collar work um nursing, plumbing were beneath, right? So unless you were an entrepreneur, a business owner, a boutique owner, on social media, certain jobs are looked down upon. And I never understood that. How many young boys have come here and thanked me and sent super chats? Like, thank you so much, T, for encouraging me to go get my electrician you know, degree or to go to a two year and go to a technical college instead of wasting time at a four year taking a bunch of stupid classes just to say that I'm in college. You know, how many young boys have come back and thanked me for encouraging them to go to plumbing school? You can earn good money being a plumber. Everybody wants to talk down to the plumber until they need their damn plumbing fixed in their home. And then they got to come out of pocket several thousand dollars. So look, somebody wrote it down. M- millennials. Thank you, uh, Karma, because I cannot just, that word does not flow off my tongue. I don't, I do not know why, but thank you. <laughs> but um, I think because we made those jobs look so, you know, down here and looked down upon, that is why now we're facing, you know, a horrible job crisis now where they cannot fill these spots. They can't. They can't get enough nurses. There's nurses out there, but they're not young nurses. There's not a lot of young girls who wanna go and be CNAs. There's not a lot of young boys who wanna do construction. Why would I wanna do that when everything that has been glamorized to me from the time I was eight years old, from the time YouTube started, is to be an influencer, a YouTuber, a TikToker, and they're making millions of dollars and I'm cute too, you know, or be a OnlyFans model and take it off or, you know, find a celebrity and, you know, become a baby's mother. That has been turned, even that has been turned glamorous. Being a side chick. Look at the whole Carisha situation. Even that has turned into something to be envied and glamorized than the nurses who are actually saving lives. So I think that's the part that's, that's really sad. And I think that's why you're very much internalizing it because in that community, you're told if you're a man and you're not able to afford a Lambo or, you know a high-end sports car, a condo, you know, you're a brokey, And it's just like, is that really realistic though? That's like a $300,000 car. Is that realistic for every man to own a $300,000 car and still live comfortably? Yes, for certain, but that's not the average. You know, so I just think that some of the influencers are not, they're not being honest, you know? But like I said, I get the appeal of like people like the Andrew Tates and stuff like that because, you know, it gives, I guess, young guys something to aspire to financially, right? Because nobody's going to follow somebody who's broke and who's working a nine-to-five. Nobody wants to hear that struggle shit, right? It's not interesting. It's depressing. I'm not following somebody who's like, oh my gosh, I drive Uber for a living. That's boring. We want to follow the person in the Lambo, okay, who's doing 100 miles an hour on the freeway. That is interesting. That's just human nature. But you also got to understand to take that stuff with a grain of salt as well and understand that, you know, what's for you and your path in life is for you. So um somebody said who the hell is 86 I don't know who that is that's not even smart to own even if you're upper to middle class yeah a lot of those cars are very expensive and the maintenance is no joke at all um let me see here um Uh, Sab sent five says, "When you see a lot of diamonds in the media, you start to feel like a p- a piece of coal coming from someone who is 29." It, I, I don't I don't know what else to tell y'all. Like y'all are not old. <laughs> y'all are not coals. Y'all are not. You know, like oh my gosh, I feel so bad because this is like the mentality some people are having. But again, that is why you have to unplug. You have to unplug. You know, I watch these same shows too but I consume them as just like, you know, it's just something to watch. It's not something to mirror my life after. You know what I'm saying? It's not, they're not people I aspire to be, you know? So I'm I'm not saying don't watch these folks. I'm not saying don't listen to certain podcasters, even red pill people. Just take it with a grain of salt and just understand your path in life. But you're definitely not a, a, a piece of coal because everything on social media is perfectly packaged you got to remember that pictures are photoshop situations you know nobody's posting when they're sick nobody's posting when they're going through stuff all you're seeing is highlight reels so that is why you have to come off of social media every now and then and really look at the real world and when i look in the real world it looks nothing like my instagram feed i see people who are stressed they don't know when their next paycheck is coming. They're upset at the price of food. They're upset at the price of gas. So that's my reality. And that's the reality I choose to live in. I don't mind going on Instagram and scrolling and hitting like and, you know, seeing what's going on. But that's, you, we have to understand that that's not, social media is not reality. Um, Let's see here. But thank you, uh, Sabs. Uh, Dejan says, Four students that were killed, the video that you made, apparently it was the teacher's aide or professor that did it. The police pulled him over. I'm confused, like, didn't they, wasn't it Brian, the guy from that they went across the country to get? Are you saying that there's another person, it was multiple killers? Like, I'm confused. Because when I did the video, I talked about the killer in the video. So, are you saying that it's another teacher? Can y'all write down? Because I'm so confused. No, he was a student, not a teacher. Cammy says, I really needed to hear that. I'm glad, Cammy. Uh, Nicole Daniel says, the worst part is every time I turn on the news, I see people in those vital jobs on strike. You're not wrong. We need to treat them better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot going on right now, you know, in the real world. And again, it's like, people don't look at that as attractive work because it's not glamorized. There's no real housewives of nurses. Nobody's following the real, you know, dentist of Atlanta. Like it's just not, you know, unless you have a certain income bracket, that is what People enjoy seeing. Nobody enjoys seeing, you know, poverty and struggle. It's just, it's not interesting. Nobody is looking to that as goals, but it's also realistic. So I think there has to be like an equal balance of both. But unfortunately, I I don't see them doing that. Yeah, I did that Brian story like two weeks ago, as soon as it came out. I mean, yeah, they got married to medicine, but is married to medicine, is that how the average doctor and dentist lives? No, you know what I'm saying. A lot of them look, look matter of fact Eugene and um Toya they had to like at one point they owed the i r s so much money. they were another couple that were faking it to make it. Remember they kept renting all them big ass mansions for like ten thousand dollars a month, and they couldn't afford it. It was a bunch of mess, and then eventually they started making so much money off the show they were able to build that beautiful custom home, and then they sold it and flipped it, so it's like. The average dentist and doctor, they're not living like that. You got to understand that, yes, they make good money in their profession, but a lot of their money is also coming from the show. So when you're getting show money on top of that, and then with that fame from the show, you're able to use it and and segue into other, you know, businesses like, um, what's her name? The dentist on the show, my girl, Dr. Heavenly. She also has like a... Um, a shop now where you could go buy weave and, you know, wigs and stuff like that. It's a beauty supply store. And she's able to do that because of her fame, right? So that's what a lot of those shows are for. So now because they have brand recognition and the name, now even like the other doctors on the show, um, they're able to segue and open up practices and things like that. So you can't even compare them to the average doctor or the average nurse because... That television shows what's helping to propel them. Because the average doctor and nurse, from what we found out, okay, these past two weeks, they're not living like that. And those damn malpractice insurance policies are crazy. That's like paying a whole nother mortgage for a lot of doctors. Somebody said, look at Tom Girardi. right? He was another scammer. Day says Dr. Jackie's my doctor. I love Dr. Jackie. She's funny. I love that shit. I can't wait for the next season. Are they ever gonna go back to and do Married to Medicine LA? I loved Married to Medicine LA. That was really good as well. I want to see that come back. Dr. Hell on Earth. That was great. Uh-uh, not y'all calling Dr. Heavenly, Dr. Hell on Earth. <laughs> y'all are too funny. But okay, y'all, so I have been on here for over an hour, y'all. Oh, they canceled it? I really love Married to Medicine LA. It was really good. I really liked that show. The Real Poor People of America. Child, I was watching... Um, there, I mean, there's YouTube channels that like go around... There's like this condescending white guy. I don't know his name. And he goes like to the poorest parts of America. And he just, he just goes in. Like this place is such a shit hole. I'm in, you know, trashy Detroit right now. And there's an old man on the ground. He looks like he's about to OD. Like his, his, his voice is so condescending. So I mean, there is a market for that, but it's on the internet. My thoughts on The Real Housewives of Potomac. I do watch it. Um y'all got me into it. I didn't used to watch them at first, but y'all have forced me to get into it. I am liking this season. I think um I always forget all these people's names. The Green eyed Bandits, <laughs> Robin and um Giselle. They're a, I don't know, they're just a trip. I don't know why everybody's coming for Chris. Everybody's coming for Chris this this season and acting like Chris is like this, you know, predator. So it's just it's just weird. Even the one lady, and I'm sorry, she let me not go there. The, the one who is who's the girl with the forehead, the little young girl who got the two babies. I, t- I forget all these people's names, but her friend with the harsh face who thinks that everybody wants her, I'm gonna need her to sit the hell down. Ashley, thank you, Ashley. Who's the one with the harsh face? Because she tried to say that Wendy, the Nigerian lady, that her husband wanted her. Then she was like, yeah, Chris was flirting with me. And then then, uh, the cameras showed like a a, a wide shot of Chris. Is her name Deborah? Brenda? Deborah or Brenda? It's Deborah. Yeah, then then they showed that Chris was paying her no mind. But you're lying saying that Chris was all in your face and Wendy's husband was flirting with you. Ma'am, absolutely not. Let's stop. And I don't even go in on people's looks, because that's not how I am. But I don't I don't understand if she's just trying to fit in and feel like, you know, I'm just as pretty as Robin and Giselle and everybody's husband wants me. Because even Wendy was like, girl, bye. <laughs> like, we're not even going to feed into that. So she, she's a weirdo. I need her to get off the show because she's getting on my nerves. She thinks everybody's husband wants her and absolutely not. Um, I feel like the one girl who's the the one, Mia, I think her and her friend are definitely smashing. I think her and her friend do threesomes with her husband. That fight that they had down there in Mexico, that came off like a lover's fight to me. They both know where each other's bones are buried. I mean, the fact that they're putting flashlights and checking each other is, Yeah. I don't get down with my friends like that. I think I think me and her homegirl are definitely messing around. But I'm here for me. I think I like Mia's shade. I think her shade is funny. I, I was here for her confronting Karen at her weird show. It's funny how everybody's trying to do live stream podcast shows. I, I found that funny. Uh, Karen barely talks. I don't see how that was a show for her. She used everybody else. She really didn't talk like Giselle and um Robin at their show. So I didn't think Karen's show was as good, but I'm glad Mia kind of caught her out because Karen likes to be messy. Um, Kim Star says, talk about the movie Avatar. I liked Avatar. Avatar was good. I saw uh, Way of the Water. I watched it in 3D. It was really good. I think James Cameron killed it. Um, it was definitely worth the 13-year wait. I also heard it took so long because he's been writing the treatment For the next avatars, I think it's gonna be five total. So the next one's supposed to come out in like 2024, and then like 2026, like every two years. Now that he has everything written out and the technology is available, because we know he's a perfectionist. Um, who ain't seen it? Somebody, somebody, no spoilers. You, You still ain't seen Avatar? Okay, anyway, (laughs) but no, it's really good. It's really good. I liked it better than Black Panther 2, I'm not going to lie. Black Panther 2 was okay. It was good, but I I really, I thought it was just, it was really good. And for me, it was so realistic. There were times where I felt like I couldn't breathe when he was underwater and he was drowned. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. never mind. Let me, okay. Let me stop. Cause there's, okay. I see a bunch of people haven't seen it. I'm sorry, but yeah. Well, if you're going to watch it, let me say this. If you're going to watch it, watch it in 3d, do not watch it as just a regular movie. You're not going to have the experience, watch it in 3d. And if you can see it in Dobly, Dobly, right? That's what's called Dobly IMAX 3d. Watch it. Do not watch it. Regular flat 2d. You're going to waste your money. The movie Megan, I have not seen it. All I see is her dance on social media. I've never I haven't seen I don't I don't even know if I want to see it. Is it good? I haven't seen it. It's pronounced Dobie. Okay, Dobie. Thank you. But yeah, if you watch it, watch it in Dobie IMAX. It's really, really good. It's, it's even more realistic. And um I guess I wasn't supposed to take the glasses. I took the glasses with me. It said it had a tracker on the glasses and everything. Child, I got them damn high end glasses in my room. I didn't know because every any other time you can take your three D glasses home. Matter of fact, yeah, oh, I got the pair of three D glasses and put on my mother goose glasses. <laughs> I got. A pair. I mean, I always keep my. I always keep three D glasses, so I got three D movies here. So that's why I keep extra 3D glasses. But yeah, there's like, they're the ones that are like really high-end. Like, the Dolby glasses are upstairs. But as I was reading, it was like, oh, you need to turn these in. There's a tracker. I said, the hell? So now I'm gonna keep them. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I didn't know you were supposed to give them back. But um, if you can, they're, like, these are the regular 3D glasses. The Dolby ones, they're like, they look like Almost like spaceship glasses. You get what I'm saying? That's what it said on the side of the glasses that they were like. You got to turn them in. They're being tracked. I said, "What the hell?" I thought you could take them. Let's can Google. But if you can, if you can watch them in the gold B <laughs> glasses, watch it in there because that technology is way better. Let me see if I can pull you so I know what I'm talking about. Here they go. They cost that much? I didn't know they cost anything. Damn, I didn't know them glasses cost that much. Oh, damn. I may have to give them back. I thought they was free. I'm trying to show y'all the glasses. I'm seeing the price of them. Oh, hell no. I didn't know they cost that much. Yeah, here go the glasses right here. Damn, they cost that much? Oh, shit. Uh, anyways, y'all go, when y'all go to the theater, y'all watch them. Get these glasses. Go to theaters that have these glasses. They'll make you feel like you are in like the water water. Like they are so immersive and real. I had no idea child. Well, if they want them, they can come get them shit. Cause I don't have that technology in my house. Like I said, I was just, cause you know, I was like, well, why are these so different from my normal, you know, 3D? I was like, these were like really good glasses. And then I was reading it. It was like, had all this, we tracked these glasses. And I was like, well, what the hell? Well, shit, they're upstairs, shit. Come get them if you want to. I didn't know that was that much because I keep all my 3D glasses. I got 3D glasses all over the house. But um, somebody said something on the black market. Y'all are so ratchet. We're not going to do that. I'm not not doing that. They're just going to be up in my room. Like I said, I didn't know there was a difference with them, so. I mean, hell, the, the damn tickets was damn near 25 bucks a pop. They should give you them glasses with them tickets. <laughs> Somebody said under 500 is a misdemeanor, you'll be fine. I legit did not know. I keep all my glasses. Oh, my God. I did not. I didn't know them glasses was that much. Child, I'm about to. Let me get off this stream. I might have to call AMC like, yeah, you know what? I kind of, I didn't know I was supposed to take them. that is crazy now now i'm gonna try and watch because i have avatar one and you can watch it on three d so now i'm gonna watch it on 3d and see because my tv you can turn like movies into 3d if they have them so i'm gonna see if i can watch avatar one on 3d with them damn expensive glasses before they come and track them back I'm so, cause I, I'm so embarrassed. I really thought they was free glasses. Shout to everybody. All right, y'all. On that note, I've been on here for almost two hours. Thank you guys for joining me this evening. I know it's late, but I appreciate it. It was good talking to everybody. I will be back, yeah, next week. I'll be back next week with another live stream. So you guys take care. Have a good night. Enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.